You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. You're listening to Scribblers Radio. Welcome to Scribblers Radio. Kids interviewing authors in the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2019. Zoe Norton Lodge is a writer, actress, and TV host. Georgia Norton Lodge, a designer and illustrator. Isabella Meets Her Match is their second collaboration. This is Sholto speaking with Zoe and Georgia about what it's like to work with your sister. We definitely um, haven't not had fights. Um, we don't fight. I was, I, I was answering a question like a politician. <laughs> <laughs> we have definitely not not had fights. Um, we, we actually, as siblings, we, we don't really argue that much. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, when we have maybe had a disagreement, it's pretty easy to get over it. Yeah, it's. I mean, so I'm a writer and George is an illustrator. Mm-hmm. And um, George is not... George is quite a good writer, but I'm an appalling illustrator. So luckily the skill set distribution works works quite well for what we need to do. And I think um, there's a few things that I find quite interesting about it. One of them is that you – because we're writing a book about being at school and mm-hmm. it's kind of – you know, you write what you know a little bit. So it, it kind of comes from, you know, our, my experience growing up. And because oh, yeah. we kind of grew up together, we went – we same had the primary same, school, yeah, same high school, and, you know, same, same suburb, same parents, mm-hmm. same parents, that sort of thing. So it's sort of like we do. There's a lot of agreement that kind of happens naturally. But the great thing is, like, your sister has to love you no matter what. So even <laughs> if you were just like, "That's terrible, I hate it," you can kind of, you can cut to the chase a lot more you can with cut a sibling. To the chase. I totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes the um, the actual length of time it takes to create something a little bit shorter because the you don't have to be very polite and you don't have to beat around the bush. I can just say. I think that that is stupid. And Zoe can say, I don't think that looks quite like a person that you yeah, have drawn. Georgia, yeah. you forgot to draw the hand, which <laughs> has happened. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So if you believe you turn into animals when we die, what animal would you turn into? So is this like if I've been a good person, do I get to turn into a nice animal? And if I've been, like, what is, how does it work? Tell me more about the rules. Okay, so... If you, if you want to turn, if you're going to turn into an animal, you've been good, you turn into a good animal, you turn, you've been bad, you turn into a bad animal, mm-hmm. Wh- whatever you want, really. Okay. The rules okay. are yours to make up. The rules are ours. Okay, well, I have a dog mm-hmm. named Maya, who is absolutely my favourite thing in the world. And if I died, I think yeah. I would like to be her best friend. So I think I'd like to come back as... Uh, um, Kelpie Staffy mix. I think I like. I'm a really bad. I'm really bad at sport, and I'm really. I'm a really slow runner. Like She's when we really, really when we used sport. to have like the cross country at school. I remember I came 53rd out of 53. Once I came like 52nd out of 53, and I, I was proud of that. So <laughs> I would like to come back as like a, a cheetah or a really really fast animal because I could just you know get something out of that that I haven't been able to do in, <laughs> yeah, in my feel, human mm. my inferior human body I, f- I feel the same I, I, I do the same thing I came once came last at cross country what <laughs> animal would you come as? oh I don't know um, maybe the kangaroo oh, oh kangaroo. good one yeah. nice. just, just the tail and then oh, the would tail. you have a pouch? I don't know do males have a pouch? Mm. no I don't think they do Oh, they, they might, I don't know. You maybe, 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 maybe I could animals. be a female. I mean, there's yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah I, I could, could be a female kangaroo. Carry a little yeah, joey. Yeah. That'd be fun. Delightful. <laughs> delightful afterlife <laughs> for you. Um, if you have to write another book, if you do write another book, what will you write? 
Well, um, so this the book that has just come out is the second book in the Elizabella series, mm-hmm. and we've signed a contract for a third one. So we're going to write a third, a third book in the same series. So this series is about a, a really naughty ten year old girl. She's a prankster and a, a poet, and she, um, she she gets up to lots of naughty things in her in her school. And so um, the third book is going to be about her going on school camp and that being. Um, uh, a mild to major disaster of epic proportions. But I'd actually, um, I'm quite interested, this is sort of a middle grade fiction book mm-hmm. and it's been my first um, uh, go at writing uh, children's children's fiction and I'd really like to have a go at writing YA, I think, um, down the track sometime. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would also, I'd really like to... Um, create maybe I, I draw houses mm-hmm. as um, my side hustle which is now no longer my side hustle but my full hustle which is awesome <laughs> um, but I think I'd really like to sort of curate all the houses I've drawn and create um, some sort of maybe colouring in book or like um, housing adventure mm-hmm. where people go through neighbourhoods and obviously have my sister write it for me because <laughs> my spelling is appalling and my writing. See, the thing is, if you ask me to do this on radio yeah. in public, now are you committing me to do it? Yes, this is not how we're supposed it. to do this negotiations. Is, we're writing a book about houses. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's I can't it. wait. Can we, can we shake on so cool. <laughs> sure. <laughs> What inspired you to create a children's book? You, you said it was about your experiences at school, but was it specific things or was it just like general experience? I think um, what really inspired me to write a, a children's book is I wanted to write about a girl who, A, I wished I was a little bit more like when I was that age mm-hmm. and B, who I kind of wished I'd read about. And so the main sort of things that I want people to take away from Elizabella um, like, Elizabella dreams really big. She's pretty brave and she gets up to quite a lot of mischief and she does get in trouble. And so she kind of occasionally does the wrong thing, I suppose, but she can forgive herself. So she, if she's made a mistake, if she's upset someone, if something's gone wrong, she knows how to sort of let go and, and move on. I think that's a really important thing because I know myself, like, still today, like, I can get really... It's easy to get in a bit of a loop if you've... Totally. If you feel like something's not gone right or you've you've done something wrong, It's it can be pretty hard to kind of forgive yourself for it and mm. I really wanted to make a character that showed that that was totally fine mm-hmm. yeah it's easy to I guess today like and always to hold on to anxieties and and fear from something that you have done or something you've said or an action you've taken and I think Elizabella embodies that like no one's perfect and you, you don't right. have to be and also that some rules are made to be broken Absolutely. like some rules aren't correct exactly. especially some in schools suck. yeah they mm-hmm. do suck and they and they do need to change you know if you look at what school was like you know 10 years ago 15 years ago 20 years ago it gets more and more increasingly horrifying you know what was going on and it, of yeah. course like we'll look back at things now and be like oh that was probably That's not right terrible. and I yeah. think that you know being obviously being respectful and everything but also being being curious and questioning and and kind of you know really thinking about things and not just accepting the status mm. quo not just accepting what's going on around you I think is important. Yeah, because that's also that's also the point of school, learning exactly. how to, learning how to exactly. question things. Yeah. To you Georgia, um what's it like being an illustrator? Are you at the author's mercy or no. do you do you get to do you get to <laughs> write your own story? Well, I'm pictures? always at my sister's mercy. No, 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 I'm not actually. Um so being an illustrator is really interesting. I feel like I've actually only really truly been able to call myself an illustrator 
this year. So I'm still coming. When people ask me that, I get a little bit excited. It's an interesting thing with a lot of like writers and illustrators is it, it takes them a while to actually have the confidence to call themselves a writer or an illustrator. Mm-hmm. It's really an interesting. I feel like I'm, I'm pretending. They feel like an imposter, yeah. Right? Until you, yeah, and then at a certain point you do it, and you're like, okay, this is fine. I, I got so this. congratulations on graduating to calling yourself an illustrator. Yes, it only took it. it only took three <laughs> illustrating three children's books Yay. Wow. and drawing one thousand million houses. <laughs> um, so I guess we have a pretty good process with um, this book that we're doing at the moment because I mean it's heavily writing and there's a few mm-hmm. illustrations. So there is one heading illustration and two illustrations in each book. So Zoe writes chapter. In, sorry, in each chapter. Yeah. Um, so Zoe writes the book and then I get I'll read it and I'll um, Zoe won't let me know what to illustrate. I'll choose which moments I think are pivotal or which I think will be the cutest or or just which I think will make a great illustration. And then I tend to write a list back to Zoe of some options and then She's never said no. Unless I've been like, oh, actually, I took that part out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which sometimes yeah. she does in the last round of edits. I'm pretty bad with that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's great. It's I totally get to be autonomous and, and do it on my own and then have her... I mean, I'm inspired by Zoe's words. I think what is interesting is I usually I draw... And it's rare that Zoe isn't like, oh, that's what I had in my head. Like, it usually comes out mm-hmm. pretty much what Zoe, I guess, is imagining. And that's probably because of our shared parents' experiences, yeah. schools, cats, fish, etc. <laughs> mm. So how do, you, how do you illustrate to convey the story? Do you, like, put in tiny little details or is it more of a big picture thing that you're, you're thinking of? Um, so in these books, I draw um, moments or characters. Mm-hmm. So I'll pull out um, something special in that chapter and I will draw that. So, for example, um, I mean, I love drawing characters, but for example, in the first book, um, it's a lot about um, one of the pranks Elizabella plays is creating the pit pool. Um, so she, so she, there's an old sand pit that's disused in the school, and she, um, you, she makes a swimming pool out of it using using juice poppers. Yeah, because the parents bought really crummy poppers. That there's a discount on a really disgusting <laughs> juice at the at the Bilby Creek supermarket, and all the parents bought it in bulk. And then um, it all comes to the school. Nobody wants to drink it, so Elizabella decides to use the liquid to make a swimming pool. And. In that example, I, I could have drawn the swimming pool, I could have drawn a scene, um, but they're, they're really small on the page, so actually what I got to draw and design was the lemony pinch popper, mm-hmm. which is like a big image on one page, Which so I guess I draw small details actually in... in the scheme of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a little bit like writing in a way, like when you're writing, you either write um, in in a really it's a really simple way of describing it, but you either write in scene or summary. So you're either dis- you're either playing out something in real time, looking at writing the dialogue, um, you know, ri- writing out exactly what's happened, or you're um, or you're just summarising it in one sentence. Like this is, um, you know, it's either like. Georgia went to bed is the summary or like you know Georgia opened the door of her room she yawned she looked around she found her pajamas blah 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 and so I feel like the illustration process is a little bit similar to that so sometimes it might be a really careful beautiful detail like that and other times it might be a bigger sort of scene scene. like everybody running around a giant pikelet (laughs) (laughs) which was cute to draw I love drawing that Thanks so much for chatting to us. That brings us to time, unfortunately. It was great to have you in the conversation caravan today. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you so much. What a great interview. Thanks for having us. Thank you. 
This interview was recorded in the Conversation Caravan at Scribblers Festival 2019. For more stories and info about the festival, head to scribblersfestival.com.au. You're listening to Scribblers Radio, and if you aren't, you should be, which means you couldn't be hearing this in the first place, so what am I talking about? 